Hello, guys. Welcome back to Andrea's podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me, Christina Lakir. And uh, Christina, she's a professional golfer, speaker, and life and mindset coach. And uh, to be honest with you, she's a badass. <laughs> and I was super excited to have her here today with us because you guys will be surprised how much she does for her clients and not only for her clients, but for the causes she truly believes. So welcome to our show, Christina. How are you? Oh my gosh, girl. I'm so good. You and I were just chatting up a storm before we even started this. So I'm so <laughs> glad to continue. <laughs> oh, this is so awesome. So Christina, why don't you uh, introduce yourself to our listeners so they can know a little bit more about you and, uh, you know, what do you actually do now? For sure. I'd love that. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm so excited for you. And I know that your competition is next week. I don't know when this is going to air, but I'm so excited to get to know you and watching you at Fast Foundations where we met uh, Chris and Lori's uh, mastermind in Los Angeles. I'm super stoked. And thank you for even thinking of me for to come on. But um, I'm Christina Lecure. I'm a former professional golfer turned mindset coach. Um, basically my whole journey, uh, through the professional golf industry kind of took me on some, you know, leaps and bounds and turns and valleys that I never really expected. And I now help people in the same type of situations that I was in, which was transition. Um, mm -hmm. knowing that, you know, you are not what you do. I think there's a lot of people not only just professional athletes, you, mm -hmm. you know, I've spoken on a lot of fitness podcasts before where a lot of people you know, you are your body, you are mm -hmm. what people look at, you are your weight, your calories, all of those things, your muscle, your definition. And I was the same way in golf industry. I was told that I would be extremely happy in life if I looked a certain way, made a certain amount of money, won a certain amount of titles and hung around with a certain number of people. And I checked all those boxes in life and Sadly, the total did not end up happy. And I really, about eight or nine years ago, I decided I really needed to do something about it because I was sick and tired of being sick and tired, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. And so I really dove into self-development and I figured out what I actually really did enjoy in the golf industry, which was human connection. So for the last probably eight to nine years, I've called myself a human connection specialist on and off the golf course because I love people and I'm very thankful that I have um, a small bit of talent when it comes to the golf to help raise millions of dollars for charity and to play golf with like the best executives in the world. But I really just get to connect with human beings and I'm doing it on the golf course and now off the golf course. I have a lot of clients, uh, male and female, mostly, mostly female at this point in time, um, which is a lot of fun. It's definitely different than the golf industry, which was 95% male, mm -hmm. but I help people with transitions in life and I help them see that, you know, you have the most ample opportunity as everyone else. And it's just really a choice every single day to show up. And, um, I've been saying that I've been trying to live a blessed life by being a blessing. And I'm very thankful that I've been able to do that in the last few years and getting to share my story with other people, if it helps them um, see that they're either not alone in their journey and helping them know that they are, I, my hashtag is worthy AF, worthy as fuck, or awesome female, whatever you want to say, um, <laughs> that your worth doesn't come from what you do. 
then uh, I've made a difference on the planet. And that's what I'm just trying to do every day. It's fun. You're doing a great job. Oh my gosh. I love just watching you, your <laughs> stories. And I watch, you know, like your Instagram posts are so inspiring. It's truly very, very inspiring. And uh, I would love to kind of a, just talk a little bit about your, actually your latest adventure, <laughs> climbing, yeah. climbing the Mount Kilimanjaro. So yeah. how was that? Oh my gosh, you are the very first podcast that I've done. So today is day one back Woo! to reality. And um, I have like four podcasts scheduled this week and you're the first person I get to talk to about it. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was quite a journey. Um, I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, which for those who don't know, five weeks ago, I had no frigging idea that Mount Kilimanjaro <laughs> was in Africa. I now know everything about it, but before that, I knew nothing. Um, I have, uh, going back to the golf career, I have helped raise over $600,000 for a children's hospital in Canada called the Stollery Children's Hospital. And I was up in Canada probably, I guess it's seven weeks ago now, seven mm -hmm. weeks ago, basically today, this Monday, um, I was up there raising money on the golf course doing this golf event that I've done for 11 years straight. And the board members asked me after the event was over for dinner and, you know, didn't think anything of it. I've known these guys for like 11 years and we start talking and they tell us that they tell me that they're about to go climb Mount Kilimanjaro in mm -hmm. Africa. And they kind of just like nonchalantly say, Hey, you should totally join us. And I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Ha -ha. Like totally didn't think anything of it. The next day they were like, obviously this was a setup. Mm -hmm. I now know it was a setup. They had been planning and asking me for months and I'm just one person to not really say no to something that scares me. You know, uh -huh. I have a lot of clients that I tell them the number one thing that I believe you really need to do in life is chase the things that make you a bit nervous. But if they were ever to be taken away, you would be devastated. So mm. what I mean by that is they asked me, I was scared to death and yet a week, like a week into saying yes, had someone told me, okay, you can't go now. I would have been so devastated. Oh so yeah. Scared. And I think that people have to like, I think that's just a truly an indicator in life of do the things that scare you and make you a bit nervous because there's always some like real joy to it as well. And so fast forward, I had um, le literally less than five weeks to train to, to climb this mountain. Thankfully, I'm in decent condition, and um, I literally put aside my whole month of October. I basically canceled three weeks of work, multiple thousands of dollars worth of work and on and off the golf industry, and I just kind of said, okay, I'm going to go do this thing, mm -hmm. and there was a team of 12 of us that went over to Africa. Between the 12 of us, we raised over a million dollars for wow. this hospital, and um, thankfully, every single human got back like three days ago, healthy and safely. So it was perfect. That's so awesome. And uh, it, oh my gosh, you, what, so many things that you said <laughs> in there that's like, holy crap. I just want to circle back. Then one thank you. One, I just want to say, I am so thankful for you and for what you have been doing to really um, help those kids that uh, they don't have they don't have a hope anymore. Yeah, a lot of them no. don't. They will never see the outside of that hospital. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to remember that, like, 
you know, Jesse Itzler told me something before I left and a lot of people know who he is. He's very much into extreme, you know, he's married to Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spank. Yeah. He sent me a message and he said, everything ends. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the, like, I've been in the self-development world a really long time. And I think that that was one of the most prolific statements I've ever heard because it mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's good or bad. doesn't matter how much pain you are in, in that moment. doesn't matter, you know, how euphoric it is at the moment, everything ends and it's mm-hmm. good or bad. And he said, just don't give up. Don't give into the pain. Everything ends. And sitting here in my house now in my sweats, kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. totally recovering from the last two weeks on that mountain. Um, it wasn't that bad in the moment it felt like torture and you wanted to give up and you're probably going through something similar. And a lot Mm -hmm. of the people that listen to your podcast probably are as well. If you're training for a fitness competition, if you're trying to lose that weight, if you're in, Mm -hmm. you know, turning professional or whatever it is in the moment, you want to give up in the Mm -hmm. moment. It's so fucking hard. You just want to quit. And you're like, this is the worst thing ever. But now sitting here, you know, three days being home, everything ends. It was Mm -hmm. super it wasn't that big of a deal and it's over in an instant. Right. Yeah. But the satisfaction that I have now from being able to do that and the same as yourself, like, I mean, you've been training for this competition. You just told me for literally like eight or nine months. I don't understand uh-huh. how it's possible. I'm like, I did this for two weeks and it was miserable. Like, what are you doing? But you know, a week from now, you're literally going to be going like, Oh my God, it's all over. It's over. Yeah. It's over. And it was so worth it. It's the journey mm-hmm. that's worth it. And circling back to those kids in that hospital, for some of them, it won't be over and it, mm-hmm. it will end for them. And so, if, I mean, I can suffer through minus 25 weather and wanting to die a lot of the time mm-hmm. for moments for some of these kids that will literally never be able to walk, let alone walk up a mountain. Mm-hmm. So true. So beautiful. Thank you. Wow, what a lesson. You know, you're teaching us so many great lessons. And, uh, you know, doing something that one thing you mentioned too was like doing something that it really truly scares you. But not only scares you, but if someone asks you, it's like, you know, like now you, you won't be able to do anymore. Mm. It's like taking that chance away from you. It's just more devastating than going through the, that fear yeah. of, doing something, you know, that's going to really, truly change someone's life because each decision that we make in our lives, that's my true belief is like every single decision you make in your life, somehow you're going to impact somebody's life. It's so true. It's beautiful. You know? I love the way you said that. I mean, that's a hundred percent the truth. Every single decision impacts something mm-hmm. yeah. good or bad. It will impact. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm learning so much from you right now. And I'm sure like all the listeners are learning. So um, it's just a freaking amazing. But I also, I know that you are, you know, with your coaching now, like coaching women, mm-hmm. um, I would love to hear a little bit more because I know that you do a lot of uh, in-person events. I do. Right? So I, I was just kind of uh, checking out your latest was in Austin, Texas. Oh, my God. And uh, was two days master class. 
It was so fun. It was, you know, the, the story leading up to that. So you and I met this year in Chris and Lori's Fast Foundations, but mm-hmm. I was actually in the very first one. I was in last semesters as well. And the people in that Fast Foundations got to witness. I feel like this year has had, like, I've had these two major life moments. The first mm-hmm. one was Decide It's Your Turn, which is the women's event that you're speaking about in Austin. Mm-hmm. And then the second event was this Kilimanjaro thing. I think I'm over big events for the rest of the year. <laughs> but let's chillax. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I think Decide It's Your Turn in Austin was maybe even harder than Kilimanjaro because just like you're um, leading up to this competition, it, it was such a long journey. For me, it was about a five long five month long journey to get that Mm. event kind of up and running. And there was so many um, ups and downs to that journey. I, I originally started with a partner. I started with a a certain budget, which was like a smaller budget, about 40 to $50,000, which is still a ton of money. But um, about eight days in my partner decided to pull out. So I had to take on the full like hundred thousand dollar budget and the full marketing and the full organization and, everything that has happened (laughs) that's okay and um i i truly believe that that was one of the hardest seasons of my life and yet i even though i ended up losing a lot of money i feel like i learned so much about myself and i don't i dug in harder than i've ever dug in in my life to make sure that event was absolutely amazing so Hosting that event was was so much for everyone, all the attendees, the hundreds of people that came, but it was such a lesson for me. And even though it was such a hard lesson, I think that there's so much value in that for everyone to know that it was the hardest season of my life. Well, one of the hardest seasons of my life, but it was such a lesson as well. And sometimes the hardest lessons come in like the most screwed up package but it was really, truly a, a amazing event. And it couldn't have been that bad because I'm doing it again next year in May. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess once you go through, you know, that entire process and just the lesson you, you know, you learn about, sometimes we started with somebody and uh, the second time uh, we, you start with someone and then someone drops out mm-hmm. you know and then you have to one make it a, a huge decision am i going to continue with this or not can i do by myself or not and to take that fate off leave you know yeah. so and uh since it was an extreme success because no matter what even losing money you know that you impact so many other people's lives all the all those women who came into your event they got something that they would never, ever, if you decide not to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's such a beautiful, it's such a beautiful statement. You never know who you're going to impact. And it doesn't have to be, I want everyone to know, it doesn't have to be this like life changing, big, extravagant event to impact people's lives. I mean, every single day you have a choice that's that can impact people's lives. And I don't want people to think that it has to be like this big deal. But for me at this point in time, it was this big elaborate deal, 
but there was women there who said that like their lives were changed. There was women there that, you know, decided to, you know, turn to their faith. There was women there that, you know, admitted they had drug addictions. Like, I mean, there was wow. the, the, it was just the most incredible event ever. But mm-hmm. I also know that, and I want everyone to realize too, that the person I was supposed to do that event with, she ended up coming and being a speaker at that event. And I respect that woman so much. And I truly believe that she listened to her gut and I listened to mine, which mm-hmm. was, I have to do this event. And I think that if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have had the, the strength to say that I could do it without her in the beginning. But when she backed out, I just proved to myself that I could. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. That's, that's really beautiful. And the fact that, you know, what a lesson, you know, I think most people, they would just like regret and feel like the resentment from, you know, from the other person. And uh, you took this as a, a life lesson and understand where she also, where she, she was coming from and her journey. Mm-hmm. being so so completely different you know so I, I applaud you for that and I think for sharing because it, it's a great reminder for us that no matter what happens in our lives we we have the choice and uh, it's and another thing too I got from our conversation is that it's not about you or the other person so you just need to learn what it is the lesson it what is the what is the lesson being present present to you at the very moment absolutely no you know? i 100% agree Beautiful. yeah you are such a, like a you are so young but you have a, such a mature like soul how young do you think I am? I love it. I will take it, but I'm not that young. <laughs> no, you won't. Wait, yes, I think so. You are. No, I, I think seriously. I know you were, well, I know you were in your 30s. I am. I'm 37. Yeah, we're almost, I'm older than you. Oh. But, <laughs> I, but it's like, uh, you know, I am sure that, no, you have that, you have the like a, such a wisdom, like a I don't know how to even explain the mature, mature, yeah, mat- yeah but it's more like it, it's like that a spiritual wisdom. Well, thank you. You know yeah. what? I want I want your listeners to to know because I've always I've always tried to make sure that anyone who like witnesses my life or watches me on Instagram or you know meets me in person, I want every single person to know that there's like two sides. Like I 100% have not always been like this. Mm-hmm. I didn't come from a family that was like super optimistic and positive and had things going. It was truly just a choice that I made when I got to quote unquote my rock bottom. And mm-hmm. I don't want people to think that they have to get to this like world's worst rock bottom. There's a lot of people that make big decisions to change the trajectory of their life without having to get to quote unquote rock bottom. And mm-hmm. my rock bottom may be way higher than your rock bottom or way lower than your rock bottom. Mm-hmm. So it's all different. But for me, it was 100% merely a choice that I continue to have to make every single solitary day. I'm not like, you're not, mm-hmm. there's certain people that are probably like more optimistic and bubbly than others. And I am very much so now, but it's because I fucking choose it. 
every mm-hmm. day. I don't want to be like this. A lot of times I would love to like sit on my couch and wallow and pretend like the world's out to get me. Mm-hmm. But I also know where I was when I was mm-hmm. doing those things versus where I am now that mm-hmm. I'm choosing to be who I am now. Yeah. Thank you for saying that because um, we have, well, we spoke a little bit, you know, we have very similar stories yep. and I think I relate a lot with <laughs> some, somehow people who has, we have all the same stories, but yep. yeah, it is a choice. You have to make every single day and reinforce that because once you let your guard down, it can happen oh, totally. very easily. You can go back to where you are and then like in the blink of eyes. Absolutely. Right. So, um, and another thing too, that you mentioned about was not only just like making every single day a choice, but it being very like a honest and vulnerable and let people know that you never, you always been like this and it's not because you were a successful professional golfer that was a all 100% happiness and success you know has the dark moments in there too but you chose getting a lot of like just because the money or whatever you were making to let that define who you are or your happiness and then you chose to be happy because you want to change your entire life. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Like anyone like, and trust me, I've had it from friends, family. I've had it from close people to me where they're like, Oh, it's easy for you to say now because you have success. You have this, you have that. And I like, I can't hold that against someone because they don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, you tr- they like there's certain people that you just want to help so bad you want to like shake them so bad and be mm-hmm. like wow this is only happening because of the choices that i'm making and not because of the external like mm-hmm. that's what i want everyone to realize is the external or the circumstances or the job or the relationships or the money or the look or the weight or the trophy or all of the stuff Mm-hmm. has fucking nothing to do with it. It's, it usually comes after you make the choice of saying, okay, I am enough. I am worthy. I mm-hmm. am happy. And I'm choosing these things. Every single one of us, I don't care if you live in, you know, a $500 a month apartment, you have a way in which to feel grateful every moment. Mm-hmm. We all do. And what you focus on, you find. I didn't come up with that quote, but I know it's 100% the truth. If, mm-hmm. if you want to focus on all the shit in your life, trust me, you're going to find piles of it. Mm-hmm. But if you want to focus on the good things in life, I promise you, you it's the universe. It's the law of the universe. Mm-hmm. It, you, you attract what you put out. You know, yeah. I was just on this mountain, like you said, and there was a guy that I had a wonderful conversation with. I just the 11 other people I was with on this mountain were just incredible human beings, all very successful. But there was this one guy who called it PMA, positive mental attitude. And we mm. had this like whole day of walking really slowly up a mountain um, conversations. And he told me basically his whole life story. And the guy came from fucking shit. Like he was beat up. 
It was horrible, but he literally made a choice to be PMA. And Mm -hmm. now he's had so much success in life. He's one of the happiest guys. But if you knew his circumstances, you would think, how in the world is this person so positive? But he's like, I just chose PMA, baby, PMA, positive mental attitude. And he chooses it every day, no matter what happens. The dude lost two toenails on the mountain. He was the only one to lose two toenails. And I was like, oh my God. And he was so positive. Oh. I was, like, I would have cried a lot. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but it's such a it's so such a true statement, you know. Like we choose to be grateful every single day. I, I, I highly like I always emphasize that's what changed my entire life. Yes, you know, it was the time was the day that I I made the decision to listen to. Actually, I was following Lori Harder. Um, well, I knew her from fitness uh, background, but when she starts just kind of a transition to more self-development and then she's, you know, teaching all about gratitude and, you know, writing three things that you were grateful for. I was like, why am I going to waste my time doing this? Yes. And a freaking change in my entire life. Yep. That was like the, ver- the, like, that was the beginning. And then, yes, you just like you mentioned, you, even if you live in a 500, you know, apartment, or living with your roommate, whatever, you only have, like, you don't have a kitchen, you don't have, you stew. oh my gosh, you can, you have a roof on top of your head. One of my clients is a perfect example. I have a, uh, like, I do one-on-one coaching, and I do group coaching, and all of these things, and one of my clients is an unbelievable walking example. She came from the world's worst situation. She had a child when she was 16. She declared bankruptcy by the time she was 21. She couldn't afford to eat all of these things. And she literally chose to change her life. And I believe there's, and now she's married to a great guy. She's got, she's, you know, her and her son are doing great. She's got a fantastic job. She's changed everything, but she will tell you 100%. It was the day that she chose to start thinking differently is that things decided to change in her life, like the external. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the things that you can, you can control, you, you know, just focusing on things that you can control yourself, choosing what you want to choose. And just, I always tell my clients and I always tell even myself and on Instagram to take a radical responsibility off of the, your own freaking actions. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're procrastinating because you don't want to take that task or whatever, it's your choice. Exactly. You know, but be like responsible for it and be responsible for the feelings you are feeling right now as well. So you can make a better choice. Well, actually you can change that by just freaking say, yeah, I, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. You know, I need help. And, uh, I, I gotta do something. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So, um, I just, I just want to touch bases a little bit about your, your coaching and, uh, how you're serving our women who are right now just struggling. They're like, Oh my gosh, my life is just freaking over and I need some help. Yes. How do you start? Well, you just start by listening to this podcast. You start by following Andrea daily. 
Then you start following me. And then you start getting out of your own fucking head and realize, and I say this quite a bit. I probably say it more than I should, but guess what? You're going to die. And you are so going to be pissed. I've said this a million times, but had I died about eight or nine years ago and I got to heaven, whatever you believe, wherever you're going, and God showed me who I had the opportunity and possibility to be, I would have been so pissed off because I wouldn't have even been close to that human being. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to realize, I want every single person to realize that you're here for a purpose. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be this grand scale. You don't have to be Oprah, but you are here for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And whether you're here to give a compliment to the lady next door or to take care of your kids great or to show up at work and be a fantastic leader or to get on that stage and show people that you can go from A to Z, like whatever your purpose is, you have a purpose. And if you're just like seriously like kicking time and just kind of wallowing in yourself, you are going to get to a point that you're so pissed off. I remember literally being like 28 years old, 29 years old and thinking, this life is just not fun. Like I had gotten to a point in life where I had a severe eating disorder. I was completely upset. I didn't know if I wanted to live sometimes. Like it was bad. And I finally got to a point that I was like, fuck this. What can, what is one thing that I can do to change this? And so I just started literally like, and this was kind of before social media. So I was like, I just, there was one person that I always looked at and I was like, gosh, why is he so happy? Like, what does he do? And so I just kind of started talking to him. And then, you know, I started reading a book and then I started listening to a podcast. And then I started like drinking all of the Kool-Aid and hiring every coach and going to every event and doing all these things because I knew that there was something that they had that I, I really truly wanted. And it wasn't money. It wasn't success. And it wasn't the look and it wasn't the fame because I had kept losing weight. And I I was like, one more pound, I'll be happy. Mm You know, one more trophy, I'll be happy. Another hundred thousand dollars, I'll be happy. You know, and it was all external validation. And Mm -hmm. once I figured out that, oh my God, okay, Christina, you're actually good enough at 130 pounds or 140 pounds or 150 pounds. And that doesn't define you or your Mm -hmm. bank doesn't define you or what people think of you doesn't define you. Like, what do you think of you? Who are you? And I think that people have to really kind of dive into that. And like, I promise you, once you start taking the Mm -hmm. action steps and saying, all right, universe, God, source, energy, whatever you want to call it, I need some fucking help right now because I can't do this alone. And that was really what it took for me. I was finally just like, all right, I can't do this life anymore. I give up control. And all of a sudden I started listening to the right podcast. I started listening to or reading the right books cool people who I was like admiring came into my life. And then I just started taking action every single day and making small choices. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I have, I have, I hire coaches, people hire me, people come to my events. I go Mm -hmm. to events. Like it's a, it's a flow of energy, right? You have to continuously. Like I'm not, there's no end. Like I want people to realize this too, is there's no end. There's Mm -hmm. no end goal to what I'm doing. I'm just showing up every day and I want to be a better Christina tomorrow than I was today. And some Mm -hmm. days I succeed and some days I don't, but I'm going to wake up tomorrow and try Mm -hmm. to be a better Christina. What's one thing that I can do better tomorrow? What is one thing that I can give myself grace for? How Mm -hmm. can I bless someone else's life? Get out of your own way. 
that's the number one thing. Like I have someone in my family who's an, an addict, a drug addict. And I will tell you, I truly believe you can save a human being mm -hmm. and you can save someone else by doing something for someone else. Quit being fucking selfish. Mm -hmm. Go do something for another human being. Go be kind to another human being. Yeah. That'll change your whole entire day, a little on your life. Mm -hmm. I 100% agree. Yes. I just, I was just here like, amen, amen, amen. amen. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh my God. This is freaking awesome. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's so true. I'm so like pumped because it's, you know, being when you are in the rock bottom of your life, like you just said before, you know, you don't have to have that moment where it's your like breaking point. I don't, I don't wish this to anybody, but you and I been there to a point where I, at least for me, to a point where I almost took my life. Yeah. And uh, that moment, I really chose to, you know what? God gave you this freaking life because you, you have a purpose. Go freaking find your purpose. But your purpose is not about you. And then you just said one thing. When you focus on other people, if you are in a rock bottom right now, if you are like depressed right now, because I know a lot of moms are home, depressed, feeling crappy. Go, go outside, go, go talk with your neighbor say, Hey, you look lovely today. Amen. That's all you need to do. And your entire day, your mood is going to start to change. Don't be that person. You know, if you want a better life, choose for a better life. So I'm just, I'm just, this conversation is just freaking awesome. You need to be my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. No, it's so true. Cause like, we could talk about this shit all day because it's life changing. Like it has changed my life and I help other people do the exact same thing mm -hmm. because it's, it's literally showing up and making small ch changes every single day that is going to make the biggest impact in your life. And like you said, just go be kind to go be kind to three people tomorrow and mm -hmm. tell me if you don't feel better. Like you can be 30 pounds overweight, you can be miserable in a marriage, you can be whatever, but if you go out and with the intention every single day to be kind to three people, improve three people's lives, I guarantee you, you're probably going to lose that weight faster. You're probably going to be kinder to mm -hmm. your spouse and you're probably going to find joy in your everyday life because you're bringing joy to others. Yep. Yep. So agree. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So we are about to wrap up here with... I, I just wanted you to stay longer, <laughs> but you probably will have to come back. Um, 100%. So I always like to finish the podcast with, uh, you know, some fire up questions. So I know, um, but you, you have so much. Oh my gosh. You already gave us so much that it's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, but here's, one of the questions, what are you grateful in your life right now? Mm, right at this moment, I'm grateful for sweatpants. <laughs> I'm grateful for hot tea because I'm freezing. I don't know why. 
Um, I'm grateful for you because oh, I'm going to be hundred percent honest with you. Like I, the last three days coming home from Kilimanjaro have kind of been a bit of a slump and mm. you know, it's, it's, I've definitely heard that a lot of people kind of have these like moments where they come off of big events and you're kind of mm. a bit down and all of the team, we have this kind of group message going and everyone's kind of like, do we have to go to work? I'm so sad. Da, da, da. Mm. And it's, I truly I, I love my life. I'm very, very blessed by it. But some days you're just kind of like not up to it. And mm -hmm. this just made my day. Like this truly just made my day. Aww. I love talking about positivity. I love talking about changing your life. I mm -hmm. love doing this. And it's just reminding me because like two days ago, I told my husband, I came home and I was like, oh my God, I'm not even fired up. And I left on the biggest high because I'm always fired up about what I get to do. And I think mm -hmm. I just did two weeks on this big adventure, but I forgot how much I love being inspirational and, and talking with other mm -hmm. people who are firing me up. So I'm so grateful for you right now because you just put a little fire under me and now I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited too. I'm super excited. I'm grateful for you too. It's so funny because... I, I I had the same thing right now. I'm just going through that transition. Like right now, I'm just like, I'm not, I was not really feeling, I wasn't feeling like that. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Like yeah. I love doing podcasts and I love like, you know, I was talking with clients this morning, but I was just my energy. So now my energy is like a freaking high. <laughs> Me too. It's very high. Afternoon, so it's perfect. You've got to go, I like, know. I'm sure, like, go be working out, or girl. Yeah, I know. I, 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 okay, I will. Um, and uh, what is one book, or more than one, of course, that has changed your life? Mm, the number one book I'll say for females is Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. If you haven't read it, it's a must. It, it will change the way that you think. It'll change your cognitive matter, I'm sure. Um, another book that is really, really great that I've always really enjoyed is um, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Mm. Always a good one. Some A book that most people don't know about is called um, Chop Wood, Carry Water. It is phenomenal. You can read it in one hour. I know the author of the book, um, and he says it's not his favorite book, but, and he keeps telling me to say his other books, but I actually don't give a shit because I love that book, <laughs> Chop Wood, Carry Water. <laughs> um, it's a fantastic book. My husband read it in an hour and my husband's like a very slow reader. So, um, that is just an incredible book. So those are the top three. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd say that those three are good. And that last book, man, woman, child, anyone can read that book. It's just uh -huh. a very easy life lesson book that I think every person needs to read. Awesome. And uh, what is uh, one thing that you're working right now? That I'm working on right now? Yeah. Ooh, I'm so excited, actually. I, um, I've been hosting small in-person events, women's events in Arkansas. And, for uh, and I want people to know, like, for years, I didn't do it in Arkansas because I was like, oh, no one in Arkansas would do this. But the truth of the matter was, you know, when you're doing something at home in your neighborhood where you're like, 
freaking mother-in-law lives and people you've known for 15 years before you were the person you are now. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of nerve wracking to do things that like are right in your backyard. You know, I've done mm -hmm. events in Austin and LA and all over the place and people fly in from all the world and it's amazing, mm -hmm. but there's just something different about doing something like super personal where people can like, you see them on a daily basis. And in, you know, it was me kind of, being scared to do that. So I'm doing a lot of um, in-person events here in Arkansas. I'm kind of becoming the face of, you know, what I do here in Arkansas, which is kind of fun and it's scary all in the same time. So I'm really kind of excited and nervous about that. I have a women's mastermind called um, Women with Class Mastermind, but I'm actually doing a local mastermind in Arkansas starting in February and then decide it's your turn will happen here in Arkansas next May. So I'd love for everyone to come in. We have an Ooh. unbelievable lineup already and I've only signed like four of the speakers. So it's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have the date? We don't yet, but it'll okay. probably either the first or second weekend of May. Ooh, that's awesome. Yay. Well, May it's my birthday month. Woo, woo, woo. I know, right? Ah. I hope I can, yeah, I hope I can come. Mine's on the 20th. I'd love that. Yeah, that would be awesome. Awesome. I'm so, so happy. Um, but where can we find you? Always, every day, all day on Instagram. <laughs> B-E Christina. B-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. Find awesome. me on Instagram. I will say hello. Please say hello. I reply to every single solitary direct message unless you're really disgusting. And then usually I just send a weird gift back. <laughs> uh like those are stalkers yeah <laughs> exactly. yeah yeah already i know <laughs> i'm gonna put all the information on the show notes guys for for you guys um but christina thank you so much for your time today i really really appreciated your energy i appreciated everything you shared with us your heart your beliefs your energy that it's like it's contagious and um I'm just very, very grateful for you and honored to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. I loved thank, it. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you guys for joining us today. Please go follow Christina on Instagram and shoot her a message. And don't forget to tag us when you listen to the podcast and let us know what you think. So thank you so much and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.